It is a great honor to um, introduce to this audience uh, Dr. Lior Gottlieb. Dr. Lior Gottlieb is the professor of biblical is a professor of biblical studies in the Tanakh department of Bar Ilan University. And before I introduce Lior, and he does prefer, don't think I'm being uh, disrespectful, everybody. Uh, Lior does prefer to be introduced as Lior, and in this case, certainly as a close friend of Mayor Weingarten. Lior had the uh, same privilege I had this week of being a Masbid mayor publicly, uh, I on this side of the world, and Lior yesterday in Beit Shemesh. Um, but uh, just just again, in, in praise of mayor, I'm sure this will embarrass Lior, but in praise of mayor, um, I, I just want people to understand the caliber of person that mayor studied Torah with on a weekly basis, twice a week for over 17 years. Um, and what tremendous joy, what tremendous tremendous joy Mayor got from his conversations, his official study with, and his interaction with Dr. Lior Gottlieb. Tremendous joy, tremendous insight, and you are our beloved JMNAM listeners, without even knowing it, without even knowing it, we're beneficiaries of the uh, of the incredible Mechanech Mayor Weingarten, the incredible teacher, Mayor Weingarten, often because of what he studied with Dr. Lior Gottlieb. Lior, shalom. Welcome to JM in the AM. Shalom, Nahum. Shalom to all your dear listeners. Shalom l'achenu Beit Yisrael begolat America from Eretz Israel. Uh, we are in mourning, Lior. This is something you confirmed to me in an email overnight that I should not think otherwise. We're literally in a period of mourning, maybe one where we're not required to sit Shiva. Obviously, we weren't related to Mayer. Uh, but it's going to take some time for people like you and me, other friends of Mayer, and obviously his listeners, to get over this. And we have to acknowledge that. We have to acknowledge that as we have these discussions, hopefully, 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 they will bring a measure of nechama uh, to us about losing a friend so suddenly. Um, Lior, I need you to to do something similar to what I just did. Tell everyone in this audience just how sharp and how incredible a chacham, how incredible a scholar mayor was, especially as it relates to our holy Torah. You're asking, you're asking to hear how sharp he was, and he was sharp. You're asking to hear how intelligent he was, and he was intelligent. But if you, if you don't mind, I think that the real point was his heart. Yeah. He, he used his mind, he used his brain, he used his intelligence. But it was his heart that pulled him and, and drew him to do so through the Torah. And he was thirsty for Torah. He was thirsty for Torah Eretz Israel. He was thirsty to learn the, the the origins of every Hebrew word that he studied in the Torah. Yeah. And we did that methodically, systematically. And it was a pleasure for me, just as I know I, I'm saying this without any hubris. It was also a pleasure for him. Yeah, he loved it. Absolutely loved it. The joy that it brought him. Lior Gottlieb is with us. To us, he's always been Lior because, as I always say, Mayor would keep us up to date on everybody in his life. 
and Lior was so important. You know, Lior, I, you may have heard this because I, I believe I mentioned it on Monday because so many people always ask me how did I first meet Mayer because they looked at us. Oh, and by the way, Lior, <laughs> I, I, when, when I mentioned when I mentioned that I that I jokingly called Mayor Kalev Caleb, I would always say Caleb, <laughs> and he would call me Joshua. Um, I, I envisioned Mayor rolling his eyes <laughs> um, as I was referencing that. Having you reference that yesterday <laughs> and telling the world Yoshua Vakalev that that was our that that was, that those were our role models when it came to how to report about Israel. It just left me speechless. But, but Lior, and I can't thank you enough for that. But Lior, I have to, uh, you, you know, when it comes to me and Mayor, there was always a, 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 a brotherly humor between the two of us. And if Mayor was sitting here and I had this letter from 1988 that he wrote to me that included the following, I probably would call you during the conversation with Mayor on the air and ask you to defend me <laughs> in this in this um, uh, criticism that he levied at me. In that uh, in what in the second letter he ever sent me, he writes during the month of Elul, you mentioned the chapter in Tehillim which begins Ledavid Hashem Oriviishi, and of course he puts a period after Ledavid. The proper way of saying it would be to pause after the word Ladavid, indicating that there is a period after the word, and then Hashem Ori, which is really the beginning of the chapter. So let me just review for the audience. I would announce back then, a young Nahum Siegel would announce, that tonight we begin to say Ladavid Hashem. And Mayer says, no, either you say Ladavid Hashem Ori Ve'ishi, or just say Ladavid. And that was the discussion. Lior, why was he so anxious regarding the accuracy of psukim, of translations, and even Nahum Siegel referring to the paragraph of the month of Elul properly. Because he was passionate about Hebrew, and every word in Hebrew has a meaning. And for someone who knows Hebrew, to hear the, the, the connection of the two words, Ledavid Hashem, that's meaningless. It's, it's taking the words of the Psalms out of their context. And that for Mayer, that for Mayer needed to be corrected. And he's right. Ledavid is the, the <laughs> title, if you will, the, the, the pre, the, the preface to the Psalm. And Hashem Ori Vishi is the opening, is the opening cry of a servant of God who trusts God and therefore sees in God both his light and his salvation. On Erev Rosh Chodesh Elul coming up, if I'm chuckling as I remind people about Ledavid, they'll understand why. Lior Gottlieb is with us from Israel. We're, of course, speaking about our dear friend, Mayor Weingarten. You know, it's funny, Lior, I came across an email that, um, I'm sure you recall this one, it was recent, where a listener had suggested that there was a relationship between a certain word and the word nachash, and Mayor wrote back to this listener, he cc'd me on it, that uh, that he had spoken to you, and there is no relationship between those two words, and Mayor, of course, you know, was not trying to be disrespectful, he just wanted to make sure the accurate information about that was um was being transmitted and there and I said to myself wow I'm assuming that Meir and Lior 
are intertwined in their showresh or in their uh, relationship, am I making a mistake? Or yes, is Mayer and Lior intertwined the way you and Mayer were? Indeed they were, because the beauty of the Hebrew language, the, the, the entire idea of a Semitic language is that words have roots. And different words, if they are, um, if they are carved from the same root, are related. Mm. And meir indeed comes from the root or, light. Meir means to give light. Lior means to have light. So you can say that uh, um, in the in the Chavruta relationship that Meir and I shared, you understand who the source of light was, and and who enjoyed and basked in that light. I was as much a recipient as, as I was a giver. I know exactly what you mean by that. Lior Gottlieb is with us from Israel. Lior, I, I would assume you you were tuned in when the um, when the funeral was taking place in New York, and yes. and, of, and of course I never as much as as much time as Rabbi Fass and I have spent on Parsha Shlach, and we have twenty years worth of archives of analysis of Parsha Shlach because. After all, what, what more important messages are there that we transmit on this program more than Eretz Yisrael? I noticed, and that's why I quoted that pasuk during the eulogy, I noticed that it was that it was the combination of Yoshua and Kalev that obviously had this desire to, to impart on the Jewish people that they are wrong, meaning the other Meraglim, are wrong with their approach, and that they know the truth about Eretz Yisrael. But the the words that, that I quoted, and remember, I called Mayor Caleb, the words that I quoted sounded like an angry Kalev. Yehoshua is not attributed to those words. It's Kalev who's attributed to Alo Na'ale. You know, like, enough. Stop. You know, you know stop your negativity. We are going, and we are going to be able to conquer the land, as the word of God has indicated. And I and I wonder if, in fact, I was right that if you read the dialogue and the narrative, Kalev was the more enthusiastic one, was the more aggressive one when it came to waking up the Jewish people and being Oleh and being and 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 going up to and acquiring the land of Israel. Indeed, that's why in the parsha there are places where Kaleb himself is singled out, where Yeshua is not mentioned, where the Torah says, "Ve'avdi Kaleb ekiv He followed my words. He singled out, and and you see that you see why he singled out exactly because of the, the words that you quoted before. Yeah. I don't know I don't know if, if we must read them as angry words. Right. We certainly can read them as words of strength. And that's what he was trying to give to his uh, to his brethren, to the Israelites. Don't fall into the trap of, of, of weakness. You right. have the strength to do it, you are able to do it. 
God is on our side. Trust him. Yeah, not just enthusiasm. He had to give encouragement. Encouragement. And Lior, you probably know this. The encouragement that he gave me. The encouragement to... Because, again, like I said on on Tuesday, there were so many times I would sit Shabbat afternoon in my apartment with Mayer and just lament. Lament the Jewish people. Why aren't they getting it? Why aren't they getting it? Why are they concentrating on the Kotel instead of Harabayit? Why, why, why? And he would sit there saying, Nahum, step by step, the gula is a slow, tedious process. I encourage you to keep going because in the end it's going to be worth it. So it's amazing that he was the Caleb because he was the one always giving the encouragement. The word, the word for uh, both trust and belief and faith in Hebrew is emunah. And that's the word that we use. But the primary meaning of emunah in the Torah has nothing to do with faith or trust. It has to do with uh, its primary meaning is to to have to be in a straight line. For example, Moshe Rabbeinu in in the war against Amalek, he, he was able to lift his arms and keep them straight till the setting of the sun. Now, a straight line, in order to see a straight line, you need patience. It's not one dot. It's not two or three dots. You need to, to wait and see many, many dots join each other until it becomes a straight line, until it's a line that you can see. Mayer had both the faith and the patience to realize that that's the path of the Yeah. He never stopped reminding us of it. And most importantly, he never stopped reminding me, because then he knew that thousands of people would get that reminder. Finally, Lior, um, I told the story this morning about the coincidence, and of course we know there's no such thing as coincidence, of Jonathan Pollard being there when Mayer was brought to uh, the cemetery. Uh, those of you who missed the story, just before 7 o'clock this morning. And um, when when Jonathan Pollard was told, and I was there when it happened, that when Mayor Mo- met with President Clinton, the 15 seconds he had, he spent asking President Clinton to release Jonathan Pollard. And when pa- Jonathan Pollard was told this yesterday, he reacted in many ways about, you know, praise for your friend Mayor. You know, he was speaking to one of Mayor's friends. And he, he, of course, included in his remarks one who saves or tries to save a Jew and one who, of course, eventually saves him as if they save the entire world. And, Lior, I wanted to ask you about this because you are a literalist, uh, not exclusively. We, you, we know you're a spiritual man, and therefore I'm sure you are, you are open to many you know, broad interpretations. But you are a literalist, as, and that's what, you know, one of the things Mayer loved about you because he was so, as we've been discussing, so middakadeik so careful about uh, what scripture actually says compared to what people think scripture actually says what is your interpretation we know obviously in reality if one saves one person they're not really saving an entire world what does Lior Gottlieb think that that means what's your approach when you hear when one saves one person one saves an entire world 
I'll give you two quick answers. Answer number one is that that was Chazal's way of giving us the moral, the moral weight, the moral value of one human life. One human life is shakul kineged kol haolam kulo. And that's, that's a moral teaching um, that is important to learn. And they learn that from a literal, from a literal approach to the verse, kol demei achecha, kol demei achicha tzorkim elai min ha'adama. Demei in the plural right. instead of dam in the, in the singular. That is one approach. Another approach is to understand, you know, I, I said before that a root of a Semitic word allows us to, to create a group of words. Yeah. And, you know, you and I were speaking about Meir as our dear friend. Right. In Hebrew, in Hebrew, the word for friend that we use today is Haver. Haver literally means connected. Because the root, that's what, that's what the verb means, when you have a chaver, you are connected to him. And if you understand the value of a human life, if you're connected to other people, then indeed the loss of a life is not just the loss of a bad life. It's it's an injury to the entire organism <sighs> that is fully yeah. connected. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what we're feeling now, Nahum. That's we're a... feeling we're feeling the wound of that connection being severed. That's an understatement, and I think many people listening know exactly what you mean as well. As I as I thank you, Lior, and I'm going to thank Lior in advance because we don't know exactly how much because he is uh, involved in so many projects. But Bezrat Hashem, he will be participating with us over the over the next uh, period of time, known as Shloshim, in segments dedicated to the memory of Mayor Weingarten, which we'll explain at the appropriate time. And I thank him in advance for that. But Lior, um, in conclusion as you and I and so many others are in this state of mourning, I will ask you, is there a historical precedent (sighs) indicating if Joshua can continue on without Caleb? Joshua and Caleb together, each in his own way, gave strength to the people and encouraged the people. And the root of encourage in English is courage. Right. If the Jewish people, if they take the strength and the courage that is needed to take their fate into their hands, Joshua and Caleb will have accomplish their mission. And by doing so, they will always be together. No matter where they are. How right you are. How right you are. Lior, I send you 
and your family, Tanchumim. And um, I, I continue to thank you. The joy that Mayer had from the words of Tanakh, often because of you, brought him what I would, would describe as the greatest joy. We should continue to be able to remember him with this incredible love and incredible fondness and uh, to memorialize him properly as we all suffer in the aftermath of his sudden passing. Thank you so much for joining all of us this morning. You're very welcome, and I want to thank you for honoring a man who is so worthy of this honor. (sighs) The least I can do. More coming up. You're listening to a Thursday morning edition of JM in the AM. (laughs) 